Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right, Craig. My name is Mike Piroworski, coming to you live from the East Coast, the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most, here on The Rundown, 2A views, conservative news. Craig? Guess what day it is? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day! <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day! <laughs> That's right, folks. Today is hump day. This is the day in which we attempt to begin the weekend, sometimes with success, sometimes not. But as we like to say, the fun is all in the trying. How is your hump is day great, going great, this far? Oh, good, good, sir. I need your help, though. I, I, yes, I'm sir. not sure if my if my camera is crooked, if my monitor's crooked, if my room's crooked, or just my chair's leaning one way. I don't. I, I can't figure this out. I don't I'm going to say How your does camera it look? slightly crooked. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me try this. Yeah, let's try. That's better. There you go. All right. There we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just I looked up and it was like a. Looking at a, uh, a a new wave art painting, it was just stuff going all different directions, and it was boxism, you know. Boxism. Nope. Your 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 camera was as crooked as a New Jersey politician. Like them all, baby, just like that. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, because right before the show, we were talking about Taylor Swift, so that makes sense now. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yes, we were we were we were actually comparing. We were trying to decide: would it be worse? To have like Taylor Swift and the news commentators, like you're watching a sporting event, looks every five minutes during your sporting event, them taking them cutting away to Taylor Swift and talking about Taylor Swift, uh, or yeah. listening to Mariah Carey Christmas music. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I had to side with Taylor Swift because we weren't at least we didn't have to listen to her sing. So. That was there. There you go, and that was actually a very, very solid, sound, yeah. uh, rationed argument. Yeah, yeah. So, All although good. neither one of them is hard on the eyes. Nope, didn't say that. Didn't say that. Well, that wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't kick you out of the reading crackers, you know. There you go. There you go. So, how was the uh, how was the beginning of the weekend going for you? Not too shabby. I'm uh, I'm, I'm still on uh, regular. Uh, and beverages so we'll see how it works for later today all right sounds like a plan sounds like a plan yep all right well let's go ahead and get started but before we do let's go ahead and give a quick shout out to our sponsors yeah let's say hi to our good friends at hitman industries that's hitmanindustries.net if you got a rifle in the past five years an ar in the past five years you probably got one of their barrels that don't even know it well now you can buy from them direct for your next barrel for your next ar build whether you're uh uh, building one by yourself, or you're just rebarreling your current AR platform. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Uh, make sure you, you you check them out, and also check out the California 6th Congressional Race while you're there. Uh, if you want the best concealment holster on the market, hands down, bar none, get over to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G, Hog Holsters. Use the discount code The Rundown. It's all one word, no spaces, all caps. Get yourself a nice little discount. And if you want some tactical gear, whether you're going indoors, outdoors, 
hey, you can be going fighting with the Space Forces for all I care. You get the best tactical gear on the market minus the gun at uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. These are our sponsors. They bring us to you so that we can bring you to them. Do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Visit them today. Also, please take a moment. Visit craigdeluz.com. As he noted, I am running for Congress for California's 6th Congressional District. Uh, as you know, it takes some resources to run. And uh, if you support the show, how about you support uh, sending Craig Deleuze to Congress? So just go to craigdeluz.com today. When he folks, when he says it takes resources, he means cash. 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 I wish I wish I were independently wealthy and could afford to pay for my own congressional race. I am not. I also don't have a lot of rich friends, except for Mike. Mike's my my Mike is my my one wealthy friend. And uh he's stingy. So <laughs> I'm wealthy in bourbon. That's there you I'm go. Wealthy. There you go. If I could if I could if I could finance my campaign with bourbon, I'd be all good. But such is not yep. the case. Yep, yep. Hey, I made my money as a nerf herder. <laughs> as a nerf herder. Yeah. Okay. On that note, we're going to move right along. <laughs> okay. This was a statistic that I saw today over at Breitbart that I, I, I did not believe until I actually wound up reading the article. But you got to check this one out. Over at Breitbart, they are claiming and saying they're calling it Biden's 2023 flood, one migrant for every American newborn. It says here, President Joe Biden's deputies welcomed at least one economic migrant into the United States during the last 12 months for every American newborn or high school or high school graduate. More, more than 4 million economic migrants crossed the southern border during the government's October to September budget year, according to federal data released October 21st. In contrast, 3.67 million Americans were born during the matching 12-month period in 2022, according to the Census, data, Census Bureau. That 2022 number includes at least 400,000 births to illegal immigrants. The inflow also creates vast economic competition for 3 million American youths who graduated from schools in the 12 months up to, uh, up to October 2022, the Bureau reported. One predictable result is that the new migrants are pricing ordinary Americans out of housing. And you know that's once again a very a very interesting note. We're wondering why, and once again, we wonder why young people can't get jobs. Well, when you bring in that many people to compete with those youths for jobs, because once again, you're graduating from high school, all you really have is a high school diploma. So most of the jobs you're going to get are going to be low skilled and low income. Well, guess who else is coming across the border who tends to be low skilled? And by the way, willing to work for even less than uh, than the American Utes. Well, that would be undocumented or illegal uh, illegal border crossers. Exactly. Bring that bring that uh, headline back up for me there. I want to take a look at something here on this headline. Let's see. Here. Um, let's go back to the top there. Let's see. Who's this written by? This is written by who's the who's the author? Does it say the author? Neil there? Monroe. Okay. Monroe. Uh, Mr. So I, I'm just saying that this title and the first paragraph, we need to work on his uh, 
his literature about a little bit better, his English diction. Um, one migrant for every American newborn. So, Craig, I read this and I'm like, man, every newborn gets a migrant. That's kind of cool, right? Um, let's <laughs> go to the go to the first paragraph there. Uh, and again, let's say uh, there we go. Uh, more than four million economic migrants crossed the southern border during the government survey budget year. Uh, uh, first, I'm sorry. Um, President Joe Biden's deputies welcome at least one economic migrant in the United States during the last 12 months for every American newborn. Yeah, here's they welcomed one for every American newborn or high school graduate. So if you're a newborn baby or you're a high school graduate, according to the story, go pick up your migrant. You've got a new one waiting for you. <laughs> You've got one waiting for you. There's one waiting for you at the board. You've been sponsoring one and you don't even know it. you got to get down there and pick them up. <laughs> This, I mean, listen, now you can have a baby and child care at the same time. Like, I, we just had a baby. Let's go to the border, pick up our migrant. They can watch them. There we go. There you go. <laughs> um, but these numbers are astounding, Craig. You know, when somebody, I love when they find something, you know, comparable like this. Um, you think about it. We, we've, we've just doubled our population increase this year in this country, right? We, we have uh, um, actually probably tripled it, right? Because you have the, the number of births plus the number of high school graduates equals the number of migrants coming in this year. This, that's, a, that's absolutely astounding when you think about it. Well, okay, so now, no, actually, no. What it noted was you have one bird, one migrant for every person born, but also you have one migrant for every high school graduate. Yes, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Right, yeah. no, you that means, well, yeah. Birth, but the point the is, is that, you're right, new population birth. But what's crazy yeah. is, is that you have, once again, you have one new competitor for low-skill jobs for yep. every high school graduate. So, in other words, for every high school graduate that's graduating, if they're going looking to go get a job, guess what? You got competition for that job. Yeah. Yeah. We could train all these migrants to be caretakers. That'd take care of the baby problem, you know, the, the health care problem. Or not the health care, the uh, child care problem. So. No, because yeah. once again, with the way they're pushing up prices and costs of everything, uh, in, increases in minimum wage and whatnot. Well, let me clarify Everywhere except for California, because in California, yeah. uh, minimum wage, they're looking to push it up to $18 an hour. Uh, if you work for a healthcare agency, they're push looking right. at pushing it to $25 an hour. Uh, well, not looking, it's been pushed to $25 an hour. Um, yeah, a lot of these youths are going to have to, when they graduate from high school in California, are going to have to leave the state in order to get a job. Yeah, now listen, with the inflation thing, Folks, stick around at the parting shots because I think we got a tip for you how to help with inflation. So, <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, I, I guess my point here with a lot of this conversation, what I wanted to point out and talk about here was the fact that um, we have a serious problem. I mean, I like the what this points out is that we have both a current and a future major economic problem when it comes to dealing with immigration and the impact is going to be both immediate as well as long term and i don't i don't get how democrats don't understand that we have to fix this yeah they i, I like you craig i don't think I, I i realized again the the numbers comparable to something right what, what what we have going on here the amount we we all hear the massive amount coming in but when you compare that to births high school graduates i mean that that really puts a uh, you know a, a face to it. It, it 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 kind of identifies your left and right parameters of what you're really looking at size-wise here um and how the democrats still don't see that you know challenging the next generation and the 
coming of adulthood generation. So here's two generations now that are challenged to uh, to, to to find places in uh, in in the work society. Well, and you know, we used to have as a part of our. Uh, we used to have, you know, when we looked at immigration, we used to say, look at, eat. We used to look at it in a way in which, okay, how does this benefit us as a nation, right? What is the right. policy, public policy reason we're either increasing or decreasing immigration? And and the problem we have here is, it's just now. Well, immigration is good, and it's one of those things where you know it's kind of like if you have a ship, right? If you have a boat. And there's a sinking ship and everyone wants to get off that sinking ship into your boat. Well, guess what? You can only handle so much in your boat. And yeah. it what, what you wind up doing is if you wind up trying to take everybody off the big ship into your boat, your boat sinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you listen, I know what some of the Democrats would say, right? And they don't want to say it. But, man, was it Pelosi or Feinstein, right? I forget which one. You'll know as soon as I say it that... They like all the immigrants coming because it's going to make the cost of produce go down. Oh, yeah. That's that's uh, Pelosi. Pelosi said it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the fact is, is that as long as there is, as long as they are here, Ill, Ill, as long as they are here illegally, uh, it's not going to go down because, uh, well, it'll stay down. If they ever become illegal, if they ever truly address the issue of illegal immigration, then the price is going to go up because then they're going to start being able to receive fair wages. And and here's what it is. And just be real right. with you. What they want is for liberalism to work. There has to be, uh, there has to be an underclass people who so, are yep. willing. There has yep. to be a low cost uh, labor force that can be manipulated in order for liberalism to work. That's the only way it works. The and that's what this is. That's who these folks yep. are. They are the, the nannies. They are the, the, the hotel maids, they are the lawn care folks uh, who you pay under the table uh, and, and basically abuse them because, well, hey, they're earning more money than where they came from. That's their attitude. They are okay with exploiting these people for their benefit. Yep. There you go. Exactly, exactly. But, but in their eyes, well, it's okay. Yep. Yeah. You know, anyway. Yeah. So, folks, uh, we got a major problem, and it's one that clearly has to be addressed. And unfortunately, there are very few, if anybody, uh, who are in a position to do anything about it, who are actually going to do anything about it. That's right. Moving That's right. right along. KJP ignores anti-Semitic question. Now, this was one I honestly, I, I could not believe this when I, I could not believe this when I, when I, when I heard it. Let me see if I can pull it up here, pull up the video. Uh, here we go. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and pull up and play this video for you here real quick. So KJP was asked about anti-Semitism, right? About a rise in anti-Semitism as a result of what's been going on. And uh, her response, well, you've probably already heard it, but I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you hear it again. Let me pull it up, pull up the, the Twitter video here. level of concern right now about the potential rise of anti-Semitism in light of everything that's going on in Israel? So a couple of things. Um, look, um, uh, we have not seen uh, any credible uh, threats. I know there's been always questions about uh, credible threats. Uh, and so 
uh, just want to make sure that that's out there. But look, uh, Muslim and those perceived uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate-fueled attacks. And certainly President Biden understands that many of our Muslim Arab Arab Americans and Palestinian American loved ones and neighbors are worried about the hate being directed at their community. Okay, so Mike, let me let me ask you this now. Um, I, I did not know that anti-Semitism included anti-Muslim rhetoric and hate. It, does it? I mean, I mean, or is my definition off? No, Craig, you have to understand she's an idiot, okay? So she doesn't know the difference between uh, anti-Semitism and anti-Muslimism, you know? Um, she, she, she turned to the to her little binder there and went and, and, and found the first tab that said foreigner hate and read it. You know, that, that's all she did. You know, she, she didn't check to make sure which foreigner it was. Oh, is it Muslims? Uh, because she, again, she could see things that Semitism is, anti-Semitism is something that happens in Israel. She doesn't understand that it's also uh, a people's uh, hatred of, of, of Jewish people here in America. She just went to the wrong tab, read the, read the wrong thing and thought, I'm good. Let's move on. Well, I think, I, I think she didn't anticipate that people were going to ask about anti-Semitism. She was waiting and had prepared the answer relating to, you know, anti-Muslim rhetoric. But yeah. what gets me with this whole thing is, is, is that, and I don't want to put this, I, what gets me is that if that had been the answer by a Republican uh, 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 press secretary, Democrats would have lost their minds. And she gets I, away you with know, it. I, I see all of the reporters sitting there and, and they hear her say things. And I'm sure their notes say stuff like, uh, dumb girl didn't know. Uh, <laughs> like, she, like, how was the answer to the anti-Semitism question? Uh she she had no clue. Next question. You know, it's probably their notes. You know, I they're just letting uh, her go. At this point, they they know that this is kind of the standard answer from the White House, whether it happened to be from the president talking about the Phillies in the middle of a, a worldwide crisis, uh, or and I love baseball, uh, um, but you know, and then you got their their press secretary who who doesn't know the difference between. And I'm going to coin the phrase right here, Craig, anti-Muslimism uh, and anti-Semitism. Well, you know, I. I I, I can She's honestly say I, I pay attention to press secretaries. What difference does it make? Right. Well, I can, I pay attention to press secretaries doing media. You know, I'm always looking at, okay, how do people answer media questions and stuff like that? And, and I can say that I've been looking and following press secretaries dating all the way back uh, to in detail, George probably Bush. since the first George Bush, second George Bush. Oh, okay. Right. All right. Um, I did pay attention to some, but before that, but I cannot recall a press secretary, a, 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 a White House press secretary that is that is as inept, and I do I, inept is the best word. Who is worse than this one? I mean, yeah. here's the I, deal. Don't know I get bad. it. You're gonna you're gonna lie for your president, right? You're gonna yeah. spout the line, yeah. But at least give the right line. At least if you're gonna lie seem make it sound believable yeah i'm not even sure she knows that it's a lie that's what i'm saying she you know her her knowledge of this situation is probably zero she's pro she's the girl that's studying for the test oh i have to get this answer to that question she just she gave you the right answer craig it was just to the wrong question right i <laughs> anyway the worst press secretary 
in history. I feel very com- confident in saying that. And oh, by the way, yeah. but she is celebrated because she is the first black lesbian press secretary in history. Yeah. She's she's better than Scarbo or worse than Scarmucci? Scarmucci was pretty bad, but at <laughs> least he was entertaining. He was entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you used to lay down bets to see if he was gonna actually fight anybody during that during the press the press briefing. He probably I'll put it to you this way if he had lasted longer than two weeks, he might be in the yeah. running with her. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, she's got a much bigger base to pick from. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Base. She's she's been much more much more. She's been much more consistent uh, yeah. in her in her ineptness uh, than Scarmucci was. Scarmucci, they just they got him out of there as soon as they could. You know, and I could see that there when they needed a press secretary right away. They're like, "Oh, you Scarmucci, he's a he's a good guy. We're only going to use him for like two weeks. How bad could it be?" <laughs> It was like it, remember the remember the Chevy Chase talk show. It was like that bad. Okay. It was that bad. It was that bad. Put it to you this way: it was so he was so bad that he was only in there, like I said, two or three weeks, and we're still yeah. talking about him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, another one of uh, the president's excellent <laughs> President Trump's excellent appointment choices. <laughs> hey, don't say you could do the job if you can't, because I'm going to give you the opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> that was exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they would have done better. They would have been done better. They would have been better off to to actually have Joe Pesci just go up there as uh, the dude from My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. There you go. So uh, how are we going to uh, engage the Utes? <laughs> the Utes. The Ute what? boat. Oh, I'm sorry, Anna. The Utes. Utes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Moving right along. All right, this was one that I actually... Now, this was not actually a news item until I actually decided to look it up because we keep hearing about... We keep hearing about the Palestinians. There's there's this one story about a, a teacher who sings over the... In order to not hear the constant bombardment of the, of, of the, of the uh, Israeli rockets flying overhead, right? Well, what a lot of people fail to realize or fail to remember is that... Uh, Yet you do realize that the other folks, the 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 uh, uh, the, the uh, terrorists, have been consistently shooting rockets into Israel forever. And so I went, I went and I looked, and I found this article. It's called from the uh, Jerusalem Post. It says, uh, and this is from 2021. What do we know about the number of rockets fired into Israel? And this is from 2021. It says Iran's media has barraged Israel. Has, has bragged that Israel is facing its highest ever rate of rocket fire from Gaza. This is the message to Hezbollah in the in a future of war. A larger a large number of rockets fired at Israel might tip the conflict in Iran's favor. This is also the narrative pushed by Hamas. But is it true? So here it says, uh, what we know is based on IDF statements about the number of rockets fired. On the first day of the conflict, May 10th, 150 rockets were fired from Gaza and dozens intercepted by the Iron Dome system. Some rockets fell short in Gaza and some fell short and some were intercepted. Now, by the way, this is from 2001, and I just realized that I didn't open the page. Let me hold on. I want to find the one from, because I, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Craig, I you know, had I can, one I can, from I can, recently. No, no, go ahead and look. Go ahead and look. I, I know I could tell you that 
I've got uh, some friends that were over there very recently, right before the this uh, the, the attack started and within the past six months. And I don't want to point out that the norm for everybody is probably 10 to 20 rockets a day. I mean, it could be a, a, everybody's shaking hands, kissing babies, and, and there's still, you know, 10 or 20 clowns, you know, lighting off, uh, you know, our RPGs and just launching them into the air uh, or, or big missiles, real missiles, not these man-held stuff. It just 10 to 20 days that the dome just takes down and people in Israel walk around like, oh, got another one. It's no big deal. It's become such a part of life to have uh, a terrorist ship rockets and missiles to uh, to just outside uh, the Israeli border and shoot them in. It's 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 become part of daily life there. So, you know, that 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 aside, you know, the, the small numbers, they're, they're, there's. The numbers they're shooting now are ridiculous. Now, Craig, if you shot ten missiles at me, that would be huge. But how many? How many are in there? How many are they shooting at Israel now during this uh, two weeks of terror? All right, here we go. So, from October seventh until two days ago, seven thousand seven hundred and fifty plus. Yeah, yeah, and look, you look down and you could see oh, a day, five a day, ten a day. They've just become the norm. You know that they shoot them in, uh, but yeah, seven almost almost eight thousand missiles. Now that is tasking the uh, the Iron Dome, and I know what they're doing is uh, the, the the system is so advanced that they're not shooting down every missile. It's the missiles that come up, and they're like, okay, that one's going to land based on the trajectory out in the desert in the middle of nowhere, so they won't engage them. So they're they're saving their ammo basically uh, by only shooting the ones that are heading towards populated mm-hmm. areas. So you look here and you see the number of rockets, right? You see here, it seems like every year they pick a they pick a period where they're just going to send a barrage of rockets. Here's one where they, well, let's go back up here. So up here, this isn't the first time they, they send a bunch of rockets. May 10th to the 13th, almost 1,500 rockets. Down yeah. here, uh, August 5th through August 5th through 8th, 1,100 rockets in 2022. And then, now this was the one before, this was the one related to the article that I just talked about. On the first day, it was 150, but over that 10-day period, almost 4,400 rockets fired into Israel. Now, you know, I, I, I once again, I keep hearing people here saying they want to cease fire, cease fire, cease fire. Well, this is what happens when you get a cease fire. When you have a nation, a, a, a government, and I want the, the folks who are governing the Gaza Strip, that is Hamas. When they are shooting over a thousand rockets every year into your country, who would put up with it? Imagine the same people. You knew who they were. Imagine your neighbors, right? Shooting at your house every day or all every a thousand times every year. You're telling me you would never respond? Yeah, absolutely right, and Craig. I'm looking at the days. It, it 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 looks like mostly those those big attacks. They actually uh, correspond to Ramadan. It looks like. Yeah. So that's how they're celebrating the holidays. No, hey, look, it's Santa. No, it's missiles going towards Israel. <laughs> but that's, I mean, Mike. I'm telling you what. You, what gets me is is you keep hearing people talk about this two state solution. How can you have a two-state solution when one of the parties who will be governing one of the states has is dedicated to one thing, eradicating you and your people and your entire nation from the planet Earth? 
That's a one-state nation. That's a one-nation solution. And it ain't Israel. It don't include Israel. I, uh, well, you know how I feel. I, you know, and I think this is how Israel feels, and they're just trying to play nice with others, you know, like us in the UK and, you know, France and peoples. Um, they, they, yeah, one state. Here's one, here's one state, one state solution. Uh, you know, all Israelis uh, in here or friends of Israelis, everybody else, other side of the wall. Listen, those are your people on the other side of the wall. Go, go have them take in. We're done with you. Right. But eventually what you got to deal with at this point, though, Mike, is also you, you got to take, because the people that are on the other side of the wall who keep shooting rockets and sending terrorists in to kill your women, children, families, and, and whatnot, eventually you have to go to the other side of that wall and deal with those people. Yes, you do. But now you don't have to worry about the whole women and children argument and they're one state and they're Israeli citizens. Then you yeah. can go back to the General Curtis LeMay. I don't know if you remember who General Curtis LeMay was. He said, if you kill enough of them, they'll stop fighting. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that what you've got in, in the cases of, of Hezbollah and Hamas is you, you don't, you have a death cult and you have basically people who have decided that uh, for them, and this is the head of Hamas said, it, for them, death is the beginning. So they're not scared of death. They they look forward to the glory of death. So it's almost like when you, and when you, by the way, you're raising up from the time they're children, people to believe that dying in service of killing Jews is is the greatest honor you could have. Um, yeah, you, you, it may, you may not achieve success until... Uh, a large numbers of people are 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 gone. Craig, then I then I might be a stripper girl because I am your destiny, baby. I am going to help you out and help you get to that afterlife. There you go. There you go. All right, real quick uh, for our last story, Joe Biden is not going to be on the New Hampshire ballot, and the reason why he's not going to be on the ballot, they're noting, is because well, New Hampshire has decided they are not going to go with what the Democratic Party wants. The Democratic Party wanted to make they wanted to switch from Iowa being the first, uh, the first, uh, uh, the first primary uh, to South Carolina, and uh, so normally it goes Iowa then New Hampshire, and then South Carolina. Well, and then, or then other states, including South Carolina. Well, New Hampshire said, nope, we're still going to do it. We're still going to, we're going to still going to hold it. And so he's not going to bother out of protest. The president is not going to be on that ballot. But I'm wondering, Mike, is this a sign of things to come? Could he possibly, this, could this be the beginning of Joe Biden not running? Uh, you, you, you know, Craig, uh, I, w- I would like to think, uh, you know, in fact, the first time I saw you uh, uh, send this story over today, I thought, uh, how do we do this 49 more times? That's what we need to do. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I don't think it, it, it's going to matter, right? Is it, is it one, one uh, electoral uh, uh, you know, vote from, uh, from New Hampshire, I think? Um, you know, it, it's not going to make that much of a difference. Um, although... Well, they have one plus one plus one equals a lot more than one. So, uh, yeah. although KJP would have to look that up in her book, one plus one, hold on, <laughs> plus one plus one equals yeah. three. Let me look. Let me anyway, look. it equals Muslims. But you know, Mike, <clears throat> I honestly, I want Joe Biden to be on the ballot because if it's not him, chances are it's going to be Gavin Newsom. And 
Gavin News Gavin Newsom is will be a worse president. Yeah. Than even Joe Biden. Yeah, he'll be a much better. But the tyrant. problem is, is that he will be a more formidable candidate than Joe Biden. Yeah. Yes. I don't want Democrats to have any shot at winning. There is no Democrat that I know of that is is even could is even thinking about running for president that would not continue the ruination of the United States of America. Not right. Well, Craig, we know the last two elections they haven't had a shot at winning. No. But they walked away with one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'll go back. Hugh Hewitt wrote a book. If it's not close, if it ain't close, they can't cheat. We got to make sure it ain't close. Yeah. Yeah. But Just you know, saying. When you move the goalposts every time, you know. All right. We traveled 150 yards downfield and we're still 20 yards short of the end zone. How's that work? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Sometimes it'd be like that. All right. We're going to yeah. move ahead to... Uh, party shots brought to you by hog holsters that's h-a-w-g holsters.com go uh, go to go there go to the go to the website use the discount code the rundown get your hog holster today let them know the guys over at the rundown sent you all right so i i want to I'm, I'm going to preface this first parting shot with a, a an additional video so you may or may not know this, but ATF, I mean, once again, if you're a gun person, you know this happens. If you're just a person who follows politics, you may not have known this happens. Uh, ATF actually sends agents out to people's homes asking to look at people's guns. And so this first video here is just simply an instance, because I want you to know it happens. This is an instance of where it happened. And uh, the guy kind of explaining why they're there to look at the person, to, to basically uh, demanding that the person uh, show them their guns. So let me show that to you right here real quick. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's all, I'm, all I'm doing is verifying that, look, verifying that you have it. You got two different purchases. Okay. If you have them, I'm out of here. That's how quick okay. it is. Yeah. Do you have them with you by any chance? Are they, if, you can, if you can unload them and bring them out, or you can go out to your foyer here, check them out, fight number, share number, and we're out of here. That's it? Yep. That's it. It'll take five seconds. The reason we're out here is we're obviously gun violence has, has been an uptick, so we want to make sure we've been having a lot of issues with straw purchases. So one of the one of the things we indicators that we get is somebody makes it a large gun purchase, and then a lot of times we've been there like, oh those guns got taken. We're like, so the idea is when you purchase more than two guns at a time, it generates a, a multiple sale report, and it comes to us and we have to check them out. That's, that's all that is. He did nothing wrong. Did absolutely zero. Uh, I know all right. So let's be, let's, let's lay it out here real quick. So number one, yeah, they don't have a warrant. Does that mean you are obligated, Mike, to show them your firearms? Are you obligated to present your firearms to them? Even if they come up with a, with a good logical reason why are you obligated at all? No. Um, did they sound like he had a choice as to whether or not he could uh, he he could show them their fire? He was required to show them his firearms. No, no. Listen, that's that's an investigative technique. They did not lie to him, but which they're actually allowed to do. But he gave him he gave him a couple options, right? Rather than tell him you don't, you, the option is you don't have to. He said the option is you can show me now, nice and easy, or you know then we're gonna have to or we're gonna have to come back, um, right? So it's. Uh, what he was doing, the first guy when he talked, Craig, uh, mm -hmm. that guy, that guy was clearly trying to confuse the situation. The second guy actually said, "Listen, 
the reason we're here is because we want to make sure a crime didn't occur, make sure a straw purchase didn't occur. And we want to make sure that if you show it to us, we'll be good. Now, for both ones, the guy who says we want to see it and be, it be gone, and the second guy who says we want to make sure a straw purchase didn't be gone, first thing I tell him is to read my, 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 my doormat because the doormat says come back with a warrant at my house. Um, mm -hmm. and, and Or you just tell them, yeah, great, great, thanks, guys. Thanks for caring about uh, safety in the community. Uh, lawyer. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not surrendering any of my rights to you. If you want, if you if you believe if you're doing an investigation and you want to see the firearms that are secure in my home, come back with a warrant. Right now, not everyone uh, is is as receptive as this individual was as they were. Uh, now, by, by the way, I don't know how receptive the dude was because he took it. The, he made it the point to record it. Uh, but some folks, well, let's just say that their response is a uh, wow. It's uh, it's that, uh, that entertaining. First one, Craig was probably the that first one was probably the doorbell camera recording it. I don't think this guy was standing there with his ah. phone recording it. Yeah. Okay. So this next one, and and I want I want to reiterate. Well, I, I will provide all of our our clarifications and disclaimers afterwards. I, I think you will find this both uh, disturbing and entertaining. Crazy video of the ATF go into a house and the ATF is like, hey, you know, uh, you bought some guns, we need to see if you still have them because a straw purchase is a complete violation of your Second Amendment, your Fourth Amendment, and just, you know, basic common sense and humanity. Here's one of the ATF agents, they go to one dude's house and uh, the dude goes, oh yeah, I'm gonna go get it. Hold on a second, closes the door, calls the cops, he goes, I, there's somebody out here pretending to be a cop who wants to see my guns. And that's how you get this confrontation right here. Hey, turn around, let me see your hands. Turn around, let me see your hands. Okay, let me see your hands. I need to see some ID. Get on the ground. Get on the ground now. Get on the ground. Get on the ground now. I'm a federal agent. 917 10-3. I'm a federal agent. Get on the ground so I can find out who you are. It ain't happening. It's like you're shot. I got my ID. Do not reach for your waist. Keep your hands up. Why would I have an O-Lake Get your hands up. Get on the ground. Stay down now. Now. You guys are making a big mistake. You are the one making a mistake. And then he finds the seat. I get on the ground. I'm a federal agent. If that got you off, have a seat. Get ready for round two because it gets way better. Do not resist. So. This guy, listen, and here's some here's some mistakes that were made, right? Then we'll get with the, get to hit these real quick. Um, if you are a federal agent, and this guy probably was, he was either a federal agent or uh, an, an investigator for ATF, right? You 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 don't go to the door with no ID, all right? You're, you should be plainly visible, hanging around your neck. Uh, if you're just doing a paperwork check, there's no reason to have a gun exposed, and it didn't look like this guy had a gun exposed. Okay, I'll, I'll give him that. But you have your ID really there. That way, when your hands are up like this, you go, here's my ID. Come look at it. Now, these cops, I'm not going to say they overreacted. I don't know what the call was. The call might have been, there's a crazy man at my door with a gun that says he's the ATF, and he's trying to take my guns. So that, that may be their response. Like you said, it might be swatting. It might not. Um, but you, you, it's just there's a lot, of, a lot of nonsense going on here that doesn't have to happen. If the ATF's not going door to door going, hey, you know that legal gun purchase you made a month ago? We want to make sure it's still legal. Why are we doing that? Why are we doing well, that? Well, why are we doing that? And then on top of it, you know, the once again, law enforcement's number one thing to, to avoid incidents like this are comply. And guess yes. what the federal agent refused to do? Yeah. Yeah, now listen, if, 
if I if I'm that guy, if I happen to get caught, right? Because because I've been, you know, law enforcement officer. I've carried concealed. I've been under, undercover. I carried very well. Nobody called in that I was carrying a gun, right? But if if I get enforcement that comes to me, and they say get on the ground, and the only way for me to prove I'm a law enforcement officer is to put my hands down to get my ID where my gun is. You know what I'm doing, Craig? I'm getting on the ground because I'm not going to get accidentally shot. All right. This is the same thing we give guidance to people when they get pulled over by cops and they say they have a gun in their car and the cop reacts incorrectly. Right. Right. Comply. All right. Fight it later. You know, when you, when you sue them as opposed to getting shot because he thought you were going for your gun. Right. It's all about living till, you know, going home tonight. Right. Right. It's not about, Oh, well, my rights, my rights. No, no, let, let's focus on keeping your life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Then we'll focus on, then we'll focus on the right. And it's once again, in an instant like that, even if in the very beginning, the guy had said, put your hands up. Okay. And then, cause what happened was, what happened was the dude decided that he was going to, uh, he had decided that he was just not going to listen to the cop. Instead yeah. of saying, because because the, the cop didn't have his gun out at first, right? I think he turned around and realized I don't have any ID showing, <laughs> and, you know, and that's when he finally decided to get down. You know, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Anyway, we're not advocating swatting anybody, but yeah. all, what we are, what I, what I do want to point out is, and then Mike, I think made the bet made the point. What happened there wouldn't happen if ATF weren't out there going to ask without warrants going to ask to see people's guns. Yeah. Yep. Listen, if the ATF have permission to come in your house and check your guns, you're not even going to know <laughs> that they're coming in your house. They're just coming in your house. Okay. Right. Uh, they, I've had them come to my door before and I just talked to them through the door. You got a warrant? No. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Exactly. Exactly. No, you're right, folks. And you know, by the way, you don't have to be a jerk when you're standing up for yourself. You know, just you know, I'm sorry, but no. So my my lawyer said I should do this. Blame it on your. My lawyer said this. My lawyer said I, I should have to call him. If you'll wait there, sir, I'll call my lawyer. <laughs> if you wait there, sir, I'll call my lawyer. Yeah. Uh, can you open the door again? No, I will not be opening the door again. Sorry. If I open They'll the leave. door in the first place, they're they're there based on the belief that you're going to be cooperative and let them in. Don't give up your rights. Don't give up your rights. I uh, We actually had someone from the Federal Department of Education and someone from the FBI that were investigating. Uh, they were investigating something relating to the school district and one of our vendors, right? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. They come to the door and they want to talk because, you know, they they all they had was we had approved an expenditure to this guy's company like three or four years ago, right? And I was the board president. So they wanted to talk to me about it. So I talked to them through the door. I said, well, may we come in? I said, no, you may not. They were like, well, why? I said, do you have a warrant? They said, no. Well, then, no, you may not come in. We can talk from right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, listen, I'm not I going to a, invite, I'm not going to invite them in because, you know, it, it. their job is not to protect your rights. Their job is to arrest people. Right. I, I. I, I collect unique law enforcement badges, okay? Um, and, and one I had, this is, oh, geez, 10, 20 years ago, Craig. And uh, uh, I got a knock on my door because we would go to gun and patch, patch and badge shows. We do, and had it on display. 
And I guess somebody made note of it. And I got a knock on the door from this unique federal division of someplace. Mm -hmm. And they said, we'd like to see it. And I was like, uh, what, do, what do you want to know? And they, they asked me some questions through the door. And I said, I'll tell you what, my mailbox is out there on the road. If you want to write your questions down and send them to me, I'll get them back to you. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> and it, it ended up being a stolen badge. And, 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 I, and I cooperated with them because I don't want, you know, stolen badges out there. But I ended up getting it back. But now all of my collection, I have letters that go with them that say it's okay for me to have them. So Exactly. Know, well, and that's the thing. Folks, just understand, once again, I'll tell you, like in California, the department, the, the the Department of Justice here, when they required people to register their assault weapons, they required yeah. them to send in pictures, and then they were going and, and they were going and asking to inspect firearms based on those pictures. Yes. And yeah. what here's the thing, okay. even if it. the firearm that they went after, that they went there to inspect, there was nothing wrong with that. They got a peek at everything else that was in the gun safe. And you had yeah. people getting busted for stuff that, that weren't assault weapons, but they weren't quite things that they were supposed to have. Thanks for letting me in to take a look at your firearms. I noticed smoking apparatus on your dining room table. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hey, we're running a little over time here, but I wanted to get Mike. Mike offered it up, so I wanted to promise this one solution to inflation. And I'll let Mike go ahead and describe it for those who are listening. Here's a nice picture of some groceries, and it says, I present... $100 worth of groceries. It's not really a lot amount of groceries. And one of the comments on the bottom is, I could get this down to 40 to 50 bucks at the self-checkout. <laughs> yes. That's my employee discount, right? If I'm doing self-checkout, that's an employee discount. There you go. Employee discount or uh, uh, compensation for services rendered since I'm doing Don't your steal, job. Folks. Don't steal. Don't steal. Don't steal. Don't steal. It's a joke. It's a joke. Yep. All right, before we go, let's give that uh, final shout out to our sponsors. Hitman Industry, hitmanindustries.net. Now you can get rifle and pistol caliber barrels at any length you need for your next AR rifle or pistol build. Also available, Glock barrels. Check them out, hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly, fighting a good fight behind the lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Check out that California six congressional race. And of course, you want to get all tactical, get your tactical gear on. You're going outdoors, going indoors, wherever you're going. Get, get everything but the gun at uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. Please take a moment, visit our sponsors, spend some money with them, and make sure you tell them it was the guys over at the Rundown that sent you. And with that, we are done for today. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. We will see you tomorrow on Throat Punch Thursday. <laughs> see y'all later. <laughs>